Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, Daryl Day is running for Congress. He'll be here to tell us why it's time for a new day in Congress. That's just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. So being a successful candidate for Congress is no easy feat, as you might imagine. They have to raise so much money and they have to campaign across a district that is very wide, especially here in Texas. To talk about that today, Daryl Day, he is a GOP candidate for Congress in District 32. Uh, thanks thank for coming on the show. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Very yeah. cool. Well, I admire you because I, I know how tough it is. I mean, this is a it's a big state, it's a big district, and uh, you got to get name recognition, you got to get financing. Tell us why you're running. Well, um, our nation's pretty divided on, on most issues, but there's one thing that we are united on. Uh, NBC poll has us at 71% of Americans think that we're on the wrong track. So the Democrats in the Senate and the presidency seem to have put us on a track that is really wrong from what most Americans think. And I just like to bring some common sense some business acumen to Washington. Uh, we've got a budget process out of control with a $31 trillion deficit. Um, it seems like we've got a president who cares more about Ukraine's border than the Texas border. And there's just a lot of things that we have to tackle. So um, we, we, we need a voice of common sense in Congress. Absolutely. I want people to get to know you, so we're going to pull, pull up your website. And as we scroll down the website, let's talk about your experience. So you served uh, in Arlington. I was on the Arlington City Council years ago. Uh, was a GOP precinct chair for about eight years. Uh, I was a press secretary for man running for governor in Kansas. And that's actually what brought me to Texas a long time ago. It, was a job where if you win, you become press secretary to the governor. And if you lose, you're suddenly unemployed and, and moved to beautiful Texas. So it's, uh, it's home now, I'll never, never leave Texas. Tell us about some of the issues you're passionate about. Uh, one I alluded to a second ago is the, the budget. A $31 trillion deficit puts our nation at a security risk. Um, Ronald Reagan put it best. He said, um, inflation is the price we pay for all those free government programs. So all those free government programs, all that government spending has led to the inflation that people are, are facing every time they go to the grocery store. I mean, you, you go to the grocery store for a, a bag of chips and milk and, and, and you're out a hundred bucks, right? Uh, so uh, a, a wrong energy policy that has increased gas prices is at the pump reverberates through the entire economy and now we're all 
being faced with with really being hit hard on how um, how much prices have gone up. So, uh, reining in government spending and improving our energy policy is is one. Uh, another one is we have to protect our our Texas border. I mean, we're we're just being overrun right now. It's it's kind of funny that the uh, the mayor of New York is complaining that he's got too many immigrants now. Here's a city of eight million people, I think. Uh, saying a couple thousand immigrants is destroying New York. Well, ask Brownsville, Texas, ask most cities in Texas how they're coping with this flood. It's really been an invasion of illegal immigrants because we've got an administration that, uh, again, has cared more about the Ukraine border than the Texas border. Sure. Tell us about the history of the district, because uh, this has just been redistricted uh, just a couple years ago. Is that right, 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 right. Yeah, this was... Uh, uh, Congressman uh, Sessions' old seat, and he lost the seat to uh, Colin Allred, who is now vacating the seat to go run for Senate. It's a sprawling district. It goes uh, north past Plano, south to Balch Springs, and then there's a, a finger that goes along George Bush. So, so kind of looks like an octopus, big sprawling district, but it's uh, a pretty um, working class district that cares more about. Um, economic policy and, and you know, sure. solid pocketbook issues than, uh, than climate change. Let's go ahead and put the district map up because you can see, yeah, you described it well. I mean, that is just sprawling. Um, just, uh, that's got to be 100 miles. <laughs> it's a very, very big district. It takes a while to drive from one end to the other. Well, you can't knock on all those doors. Clearly, there's not enough hours in the day. Uh, how, how do you plan on campaigning? Well, we've got uh, an army of precinct chairs. Uh, we've already been endorsed by four of the six candidates who ran two years ago in, in this seat uh, and 50 precinct chairs. So we're going to have an army of grassroots people that are out knocking on doors and just relaying the, the, the message that Democrat policies aren't working. They're not working for Americans. Uh, that's why we have 71% of Americans that think we're on the wrong wrong track. And we've got to rein in government spending. We've got to protect our border. And we've got to bring, like I said, a, a little bit more common sense to what sure. the, the insanity going on in Washington right now. So the, the Republicans in Texas obviously are in charge of drawing the map. And so um, many people have avoided running for this particular district, especially on the GOP side, because it is so blue. Do you want to talk about that challenge? It, it is a challenge. Uh, during redistricting, they pulled a lot of Republican votes out of the district to protect the, uh, the Republican incumbents uh, around them. But, um, I mean, we've got issues that I think resonate with people. It, when you look at what the Democrats have done to our pocketbooks, when we go to the grocery store every week, uh, we are looking to take care of, of the little guy. And, and it's funny, 40 years ago, I, I had some respect for the Democrat Party because they were the party of the little guy. You know, they went about it the wrong way, but they were the party of the little guy. And now that's flipped. Now the Democrat Party is the party of uh, college professors and Hollywood starlets and the elite in Washington that really don't care about the middle class. They don't care about the little guy. And the Republican Party, it, it's been a, one of the biggest flips I've ever seen. The Republican Party has become the party of, of parents protecting kids and the middle class protecting 
their pocketbooks. So a very profound shift. And, and I think that's one reason we've seen some people leave the Democrat Party, like Joe Manchin in West Virginia is considering leaving the party, uh, Kristen Cinnamon in Arizona, uh, I think I mispronounced her name, in, in Arizona flipped from Democrat to independent. Uh, there is a congresswoman in Georgia that has left the Democrat Party. So we're starting to see people realizing that the Democrat Party has become this party of, of crazies and, um, you know, defund the police and lesbian activists and college professors and have lost sight of protecting the, the little guy and the Republicans are taking over that role. Okay, when you're talking to the average voter on the front line, what are you, what are you hearing from them? What do they want to? They, they care about inflation. They care mm -hmm. that they're going to the pump to fill up their pickup truck, and it's you know they've got to take out a second mortgage to to, to fill up their pickup truck. They're going to the grocery store, and they can't make ends meet with what inflation has done to their budget. Um, and they're they're concerned about safety. Um, we've seen. Mexican cartels taking over some parts of the, the border, that they actually have operational control of the border, that crime and that wave of fentanyl is coming into our neighborhoods. And they want safety for their neighborhood. They want safety for their kids. They want good schools. And they want to be able to fill up that pickup truck when they need to. Sure. And they're, they're struggling with that under Democrat policies. Okay, Darrell, we've got about two minutes left, so the floor is yours. Final thoughts, what would you like to leave people with? Boy, that's a, a very open-ended question. I'd I just like to say that I, I would represent the people of District 32 because it's a, it's a, a district of hardworking people some struggling to make ends meet, and I represent a party that will look out for the little guy, that will look out for your budget, that's gonna rein in government spending, that's going to take care of the middle class. That used to be the focus of politics, is taking care of the middle class, and I wanna bring that focus back to taking care of, of people and protecting our neighborhoods. I mean, if, if you don't have safe neighborhoods and if you can't afford to feed your family when you go to the grocery store, th then, then we've got problems. And that is what I deeply care about and that's what I'm gonna fight for for the people of District 32. All right, Daryl, thank you for coming on the show. We're gonna end with his website, which is dayfortexas.com. Daryl Day, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, thanks so much, Jeff. You Great bet. to be here. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.